0: Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host, Viz. I want to welcome all of our viewers from around the world. If you are joining us for the first time and want more information about our show, please visit us on the web at debttalklive.com. You can see our upcoming guests, our prior guests, featured episodes, and so much more. And as always, if you have yet to do so, please visit our YouTube channel, which is called Dead talk live and go ahead and subscribe if you have yet to do so if you're there right now It'd be greatly appreciated if you guys can hit the thumbs up button on this broadcast So let me go ahead. Of course. We have our regular moderators. We have uh, Khaleesi who is moderating as well as Saz. Want to welcome Kay Viz, who is my wife who's watching upstairs want to welcome Philip Thompson on Facebook uh let's see uh I, Ismov is with us on twitch it's good to welcome uh some twitch users twitch is a brand new platform that we integrated into our streaming uh less than a week ago so it's good to see some twitch uh people joining on here welcome to all our twitch uh yeah, sorry viewers welcome to stoned walker lindsay sparks is with us here on facebook and i'm doing very well lindsay Thank you for asking. On the Instagram side, we have of course Marie who's moderating. Tadworth has joined us. NJR, AB97, Reese, Aminar. Welcome, Kivas, Lila. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope everyone's enjoying their Tuesday evening, or Wednesday morning, depending on where you're located in the world. I know we have viewers from all around the globe and depending on what time of day it is or which day it is, it's good to have you here with us tonight. Stone Walker writes, I heard a theory Daryl will hear Rick talking on a radio. Uh, It's a rumor. I guarantee you that theory did not come out from any AMC or Walking Dead official sources. Uh, So yeah, you know, anyone could start a rumor, you know. You know, I could start a rumor right now that Daryl and Carol on their way walking to somewhere spotted human poop along the side of the road. And uh, Eugene came up with a special test that can uh, analyze human poop and get a DNA match. And they match it to Rick Grimes and they follow the poop trail that will ultimately lead them to... To Rick Grimes, and that is how The Walking Dead is going to end There you go Boom now. There's a theory for you Alright, you see how easy it is to come up with them. It's amazingly simple to come up with these uh, theories uh, Khaleesi writes it's gonna lead them right to her house <laughs> All you got to do is follow the poop trail everybody's got a poop right You know, even Rick Grimes and his badassness, he still has to, you know, take care of business. So you just got to follow the trail, you know? No toilets out in the wilderness. I'm sure the CRM, you know, where he's being holed up in, you know, they have some facilities for people to, uh, you know, relieve themselves. They have guns. They have special bite-proof uniforms. I'm sure they have a couple of toilets here and there. <laughs> Stonewalker writes, it's not the yellow brick road no more. That is definitely true. The flying monkeys in The Wizard of Oz. I'll tell you what, growing up as a kid, you would think like Halloween scared the crap out of me, the horror movie scared No, those flying monkeys in The Wizard of Oz scared the shit out of me. And this is a, a very very old movie it was made what back in the 30s or something like that or 1929 i think for some reason is blaring at me i could be completely wrong but those flying monkeys oh my god ah khaleesi 1939 so there you go i was 10 years off 1939 judy garland but those flying monkeys god damn they were scary they scared they scared the living crap out of me. Damn! Great movie though, classic. The Wizard of Oz, classic to this day. Even with my three kids, you know we I made we made them watch and they loved The Wizard of Oz and it scared them too, at a very young age. Uh, Philip Thompson writes Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. No, nope, no. Nope. Uh, Isma also on Twitch writes the same. I can relate so much. Uh, Stone Walker writes, it's the first movie to have color, I think. It's If it's not the first, it is definitely one of the very, very first ones. want to welcome Yaha, who's giving us a thumbs up on Instagram. Stranger is watching on Instagram. Argon is with us, uh, giving us a thumbs up. Welcome to all our Instagram users. So let's get started. I found a great article that I want to share with you guys, Okay. Uh, so let me go ahead and bring that up, okay? Uh, this is great, okay? The Walking Dead, five horror villains Negan could beat in a fight. In five that would definitely beat him. Now, you know, it's the off-season, like I've mentioned before. These writers always gotta look for something to write about. But they're matching up Negan... Along the likes of Chucky who was played brilliantly by Brad Dourif in the very first movie And then we just hear his voice for the rest of it. And then we see him in a couple of scenes here and there And then look at that pinhead Uh, The famous Doug Bradley who brought pinhead to life in Hellraiser Uh, So they're putting Negan up against some supernatural beings here. So let's see who they think negan can kick their ass or whose ass i'm sorry who is going to kick negan's ass i gotta see what they have to say about this negan is one of the most cold-hearted characters in the walking dead but who could he beat in a fight introduced in the season six finale and armed with his barbed wire lucille Negan is rude, crude, and has a really bad attitude. Though his character has shown significant change over the course of the last four seasons, the big bad hasn't forgotten his way around a brawl. And I've said this before, if I want to have somebody as a traveling companion in the Walking Dead uh, apocalyptic world, I'd want Negan. He's smart, he knows how to defend himself, and he's a He's a true definition of a survivor. Uh, He may have spent the last couple of seasons rescuing Daryl and helping Judith with her homework, but it's a safe bet there are a lot of classic horror villains that could bring out the old, gleeful, cruel Negan that fans forever love to hate. Now, against Chucky, they have that Negan wins. Well, yeah, I mean, Chucky is like, what, a two-foot doll? Um, A murderous doll, supernaturally possessed by the spirit of a serial killer. Chucky may be small, but his body count sure isn't. Negan would have no problem using the size difference to his advantage. He might find Chucky creepy, but he would just yeet him into the sunset, With his trusty bat Lucille. Now I can definitely see that. I can see Negan going to town on that poor old Chucky doll. I mean mercilessly beating the crap out of it. Chucky can be persistent. But Negan is a smart guy. Worst comes to worst he'd find a sturdy box to lock him in for good. And use him as a coffee table. Just so he can keep an eye on him. That's probably the better idea. Now, against Leatherface, Negan loses. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Negan might actually have some begrudging respect for old Leatherface. He's a big guy, he carries a chainsaw around, and he wears the faces of his enemies, kind of like the Whisperers. A part of Negan would probably find that disgustingly cool if his storyline with the Whisperers means anything. Um, Underestimating his smarts and that little bit of respect just might be his downfall. Leatherface isn't particularly smart, but he's strong and he just keeps on coming. His chainsaw could obliterate Lucille in seconds and Negan could only hide for so long. So, I definitely agree with that one. Negan against Leatherface. I would have to give it to good old Leatherface. You know what I mean? He, uh, The guy's ruthless, you know? And, you know, his whole putting on the faces of the women that he kills is not because there are zombies around and he's trying to blend in. Uh, Saz writes, Negan could take him. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, Khaleesi writes, I would say Negan would lose to Michael Myers. Yeah, he would never be able to catch Michael Myers. Now, the Ghostface, Scream, which I hope they're talking about the original. Two killers, but yeah, they're teenagers. They're high schoolers. Negan can eat them for breakfast and shit them out by lunchtime. How many, so many take the name of the classic villain, but in the end, they are just people. Pretty screwed up in the head sort of people, but people. It's arguably that the only reason Ghostface is particularly successful killer is not because of any true skills, but because of the fear factor. Ghostface terrorizes victims with phone calls before going in for the kill, and Negan is not easily scared off. He would see Ghostface for what they are, And instead of running, he would grab his bat and go to town. And like I mentioned, he would not, those, you know, notice they don't mention which ghost face. Because there was a different killer in pretty much each and every Scream movie. So I'm going with the original. I'm going with the first one where we had two killers. Two high school teenage boys. And yeah, they don't stand a chance against Negan. Like I said, he would eat him up and shit him out by lunchtime. Uh, so, the predator, Nigga doesn't stand a chance. In fact, shoot, nobody stands a chance against this thing right here, the predator. I mean, they're predators. That's what they do. That's the purpose of their sole existence is to hunt and, sorry, hunt other living species. This hostile alien race gives more people sorry gives most people they come across a run for their money. The skilled hunters are not only over 7 feet tall, but they have advanced technology and are armed to the teeth with a futuristic arsenal. Negan could hold his own in a fight but between the invisibility cloaking tech, their weapons, thermal vision everyone's favorite zombie killing baddie probably would not stand a chance whether he knew the predator was there or not now in the movies in the predator movies we saw it defeated by arnold schwarzenegger in the first one uh, danny glover in the second one where we actually got to see their spaceship and the remaining predators that were in the ship as the one went out to do his hunting and come back with his trophy they respected the survivor who beat one of their own and they even rewarded him with a gift uh that was our big uh indicator that they have been doing this for a long long time to species throughout the galaxy so yeah Good old Negan, as badass as he is, doesn't stand a chance against this beast right here. Uh, let's see. CC Wheezy writes Predator, no chance in hell. Uh, Corey Adams writes I'd like to see Negan go against Jigsaw. Ooh, let's see if they have Jigsaw listed. Uh, let's see. Oh, there he is. Number six. Negan wins against Jigsaw. Oh, damn i don't know about this one guys this is a tough one you are talking about two insanely smart people john who played jigsaw uh the actor is tobin but uh, his character's name was john he was jigsaw uh against negan man you know when it comes to sadistic smarts i gotta give it to jigsaw i really do I don't think Jigsaw, I don't think Negan can come up with the contraptions that Jigsaw came up with. And he taught to the people that took over after he died on how to set them up. The guy is an evil genius, uh, to put it mildly. And uh, what he saw, what he was doing as morally correct. Uh, finding people who have lost their way in life and putting them through the ultimate test of whether they're willing to make the sacrifice needed to see life for what it really is and change their life around anyway let's see what they have to say John Kramer believes that too many people need to be taught to appreciate the gift of life stricken with cancer Caught too late to save him, the bitter killer uses his last days to set up horrific and torturous traps that forces victims to prove that they care more about staying alive than, say, a limb or an eyeball. And what they're leaving out there is the fact that uh, his wife was pregnant. And she lost their baby when a criminal, if I'm remembering this correctly, a criminal was fleeing a scene, and he burst through a door, busting his wife up, and she ultimately loses the baby. That's what really tips him over the edge, into start, you know, his uh, quest to kill people. Uh, if I'm wrong on that please correct me, but that's how I remember it. CC Weezy writes, Negan would end up in one of Jigsaw contraptions. Yeah, definitely. Philip Thompson on Facebook writes, I'd like to see Negan go against the maker of Saw. Ooh. If Negan is anything, it's self-preserving. He's almost always uh, put his life above anybody or anything. Clever enough to solve jigsaw puzzles and with the toughness and mental fortitude to do what he needs to do when it comes to pain Negan has what it takes to get out of traps alive Yeah, okay, I agree with that last part if Negan wakes up and he finds himself in a jigsaw contraption he will do he will chop off a limb He will burn an eyeball out, crush his limbs to get out of it. So in that respect, yeah, he will do whatever it needs to to survive. But you got to remember Jigsaw's ultimate priority, it's not to kill people. He's not just a psychopath, you know, killer. In fact, I think he's happy when people pass his tests and turn their life around. And we see this because a lot of them that have survived his very sadistic tests, he actually brings them into the fold and makes them a part of his team, if you guys have watched all of the Jigsaw movies. So that's my take on that. Uh, Want to welcome Amy with us. alissor is also with us on Instagram. Number five on the list is uh, Michael Myers, hands down. No way, Negan doesn't stand a chance. Beginning his career as a knife-wielding killer at the age of six, Michael Myers may not initially seem like a villain that Negan would have a problem beating. Unfortunately, throughout the franchise, it becomes evident that Michael has some manner of supernatural abilities of strength, durability, and he even seems to come back from the dead. Dr. Loomis speculates later in the series, I prayed that he would burn in hell, but in my heart, I knew that hell would not have him. And Donald Pleasance, Dr. Loomis, such a huge part of the success of so many of the Halloween movies. Before Donald Pleasence passed away, may he rest in peace. He was brilliant. Um, So it goes, sorry, Negan, but if Michael can't stay dead, then you have a problem on your head, hands. (laughs) In my mind, I pictured Negan bashing Michael Myers with Lucille over the head, and Michael, after about the seventh bash, just grabbing that bat and just breaking it with one hand. So, yeah, Negan doesn't stand a chance. Oh, here's someone I wasn't expecting to see. Annie Wilkes from Misery. Kathy Bates. They put her on this list. Let's see what they have to say about good old Annie Wilkes from the movie Misery. Annie Wilkes doesn't have superpowers or extraordinary skills. She's just completely off her rockers nuts. Easily seduced by a handsome face, Annie might choose Negan as her mark, And she might even manage to kidnap him. But that's about as far as it will go. Negan is the king of manipulation and Annie is too eager to feel appreciated by her heroes. The man had dirt covered sex with Alpha when he was infiltrating and double crossing the Whisperers. So he will do whatever that needs to be done. He would have no problem Charming the pants off of Annie and then finding a way to make a run for it or in my opinion flat-out kill her So I agree with that good old Annie Wilkes doesn't stand a chance Against Negan he'll take her down in a second. Oh man Hannibal the cannibal Hannibal the cannibal Wow, okay, they have it as Negan loses and I'm, I, I totally agree. Hannibal, out of all the villains that we have seen throughout decades upon decades in horror movies, uh, there's no bigger evil genius than Hannibal Lecter. Negan is highly intelligent and a skilled strategist, more than capable of both verbal manipulation and physical combat. It's how he becomes the essential good—sorry, god of the saviors at the sanctuary, no matter how he treated them. Here's the thing, though. Hannibal is smarter than he is. This methodical cannibal is patient and precise, willing to take his time psychoanalyzing his prey before going in for the kill. He would not appreciate Negan's crass speech, nor his rudeness. And it would not take long for him to put him on the menu with a nice Chianti. Now, let's take a look at Hannibal. Played, uh, you know, played by different characters. But, I mean, Anthony Hopkins was just flat out brilliant. Mads uh, Michelson was also brilliant in the uh, TV series Hannibal. But let's look over some of the things that Hannibal Lecter has done to people. Uh, Mason Verger, who really had it out for Hannibal and had a huge bounty on him and wanted to see him tortured and die a very, very slow death. Uh, The reason why he hated Hannibal so much is because Hannibal Lecter talked mason verger into mutilating his own face he didn't have he didn't have to put a hand on him he used his mind and the power of speech to convince another human being to mutilate their own face and i'm not talking about you know like uh huck on uh, world beyond you know carving uh, a scar across her cheek Hannibal made the guy tear his face to shreds and He did that all with his mind and the power of speech So that is something that Negan does not have the power to do. I love Negan But I'm sorry. He does not possess that power 4k T is laughing on Instagram want to welcome the mask eight four five four. four five four pain meal pain Mel is also with us on Instagram as well. The, the let's see. So let's see. Oh, the thing, the monster, and the thing. Now that's unfair. Okay, I could see the predator, but when you put Negan up against this thing that can jump from host to host, I would call that an unfair fight. But anyway, a horrifying alien with the ability to take on the shape of whoever is his latest victim, the thing is as terrifying as it is dangerous. Taking on the form of those that its victims are closest to gives this extraterrestrial being the upper hand when it comes to most people. But Negan is not most people. Once he figures out that this is happening, all bets are off. The Negan that viciously beat Glenn and Abraham in front of their friends would have no problem killing everybody around him to make absolutely sure that this alien was dead, regardless of if he had proof of whether anyone was actually the thing or not. I'm sorry, but I was agreeing with this list up until this one. Uh, No. No, Negan against the thing. I don't see it. Now, number one, Negan loses against Pinhead. You know, the Cenobite from Hellraiser, the Cenobite from hell. And uh, I got to agree with this one. Hellraiser essentially took a fetish and made it into horror. And what is more intriguing to Negan than some kink? Though he might not be initially interested in a puzzle box, once he learned what it once he learned what it was for and had one of his followers check it out, Negan just might be too curious for his own good, easily seduced by the promise of ultimate pleasure through pain once Negan was in Pinhead's playground, it's game over. Uh, Philip Thompson does not agree with that. So you think, Philip, that Negan can take Pinhead, played by Doug Bradley, who I've met. Doug Bradley is a great human being. He's a great person, and he did a great job playing Pinhead. Once they replaced Pinhead in the later Hillraiser uh, movies with another actor, it just wasn't the same. Uh, so, uh, Lindsay writes, I agree with most of the article. Philip, like I said, does not agree with the Hellraiser one. Khaleesi writes, he slams doors and doorknobs caused her to lose the baby and saw. That's right. It was because some guy came out rushing out of a door. She got slammed up against the wall. She lost the baby and I think that's what ultimately set Jigsaw on his rampage. That, plus the fact that he was dying of cancer. So, anyway, let's see how much time we have. Let's do one more article, okay? So, uh, we sort of touched on this before, but The Walking Dead, the five best fan theories on how it will end. Now, just like Stone Walker's theory of Daryl hearing Rick on a phone, this is fans speculating how in 2022 uh when the last episode of the walking dead mothership series the first one ends how will it end how will they end the original uh let's see what they have to say with the walking dead set to finish next season some fans are wondering how the show will end here are just some of the best and worst Theories out there. I gotta read some of these. Uh, <laughs> uh, the news finally dropped that the show was coming to an end. Yeah, number number ten. A civil war will kick off, as as the series has shown. Viewers time and time again. The walkers are not the only threat humanity has to face, and it's in my opinion, and just like they say here, it's not even the biggest threat. Now, in this cruel and bleak world, the real enemy may be humanity itself. No doubt about that. And there could be a civil war that kicks off between the survivors that may spell the true end to humanity as we know it. And they're just talking about the little area that our survivors are in. I hate when they take you know, the place that we've been seeing in The Walking Dead and they make it global, like you know, if Daryl and Carol and Alexandria you know, end up killing each other with Hilltop and Oceanside, there's still a whole world, supposedly with some random survivors scattered throughout the globe. Number nine, aliens will come and take over the world. All right? I have not heard of this one. It's not widely circulated, but there are some theories out there that an alien invasion may be on the horizon for The Walking Dead world. I mean, hell, why not, right? The dead are coming back to life. Uh, when you think it couldn't get any worse, you get some hostile aliens popping in you know, for a visit. This will take the series in such a far-off science fiction bent That doesn't make any sense at all, mainly because throughout its run, there has been no hint of aliens. It's not going to happen. Number eight, the walkers will finally overwhelm the survivors. And I think eventually, even though that's not how Kirkman ended the comic books, you guys have to remember what 99% of the world's population is dead or a or a zombie, can really that 1% left of survivors in any way contain uh, 7 billion dead uh, or walking zombies? I just don't see that happening. The survivors have fought off the walkers long enough, but it could be time for the walkers to finally gain an upper hand on the humans. That could be a plausible scenario for how the series would end. Of course, fans would want the series to end on a happy, cheery note. However, sometimes a happy ending isn't in the cards for everyone, and The Walking Dead is ripe for an ending in which the walkers will finally take over. And remember what I always say, there are no happy endings in The Walking Dead universe uh brew is with us on instagram welcome to brew jonathan uh saying hi with respect from costa rica welcome jonathan from costa rica all right ah, number seven here's a theory it was all just a tv show <laughs> just like the truman show yeah no what a worse way to end the more groundbreaking series and to grace television screen than to pull a punked move on its loyal fan base. Some have suggested the end can be a Truman Show-like effect. Uh, Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. Number six, they find a cure. Since the main focus of The Walking Dead is on zombies, there could be a scenario in season 11 where someone will develop a cure ...to reverse the effects of the walkers and make them human again. Okay. No. I mean, I could see it curing the people that are not dead. But taking the dead and bringing them back to life, that's never going to happen. That would be so... I mean, it's already unrealistic. I mean, we got to put reality to to the side... ...when you're watching any kind of horror slash science fiction. But yeah the dead that are dead that we know are dead and they come back to life as zombies for them to be able to find a magical cure that takes somebody for example that is missing their entire body from the neck down and magically revive them don't see that happening uh but it does go on to say well this could be a likely scenario. It also presents a mixed bag of sorts. Fans still don't really know how the walkers turned into what they are in the first place. Maybe they will get an answer in season 11 that will make this scenario a much better bet, but we shall see. Don't see it happening. Now, the survivors land on a remote island. While this scenario isn't particularly far-fetched, This is pretty, uh, still, a bad fan theory. It will be bad for the simple fact that the series will end in a manner most apocalyptic shows will end, with the survivors finding a remote island void of walkers. And that's how Day of the Dead ended. Uh, When Day of the Dead ended, they woke up. Uh, And they found a remote island. I think there was only two of them left and That's when the movie ends and they just live out the rest of their days on this remote island so to me That's an option if I was one of the survivors. I would like this option Sure, it would be a great ending for the show's favorite characters but The Walking Dead has been truly groundbreaking piece of work that would almost certainly be ruined if the ending was so generic. Number four. Rick finally becomes a walker. Alright. Now there are some theories floating around that The Walking Dead's ending won't be a true ending and it will merely be a setup for something bigger. That's what I really believe is going to happen. If so, one of the more plausible ways that this show could end is if Rick Grimes dies and finally becomes a walker. That would be a truly twisted way to wrap the bow on this terrifying series. Now that's not gonna happen just for the sheer fact that we know they're making a trilogy of Rick Grimes movies. So them wrapping up the TV show in 2022, with rick first of all he's not coming back to the tv show okay that's not going to happen but you know wrapping up the series in 2022 with rick dying and becoming a walker what about the movies so i definitely did not see that uh let's see what you guys are saying uh let's see lindsey sparks writes meaning negan will lose against the thing you're still talking about that huh? Uh, Khaleesi writes, I could go for that ending, Rick Grimes. So you want to see Rick Grimes turn into a walker, huh? Oh, I don't know. Number three, worst. it was all in Rick's head. And we've discussed this. This would be horrible. This would disappoint every fan of the show where the whole thing was a dream. Rick wakes up. He was in a coma the whole time. It was all in his head. The world is fine. He's recovered from the gunshot wound and nothing ever happened. That would be horrible. And I don't know why that's not number one on the worst. Uh, number two, all of the shows come together and form a movie. The series has, spawn- has spawned two spin offs, of course, Fear and World Beyond. There are some fan theories out there that the cast from all of the shows will merge together to try and fight off the walkers which could mean that the series will get a big screen adaptation revolving around their fight now that's interesting that would be great uh are they going to do it i don't know is it going to be somehow entwined with the rick grimes crm movies i don't know but that would not surprise me especially that would not surprise me especially if the first rick grimes movies uh that comes out the first one if it's a huge hit and it makes a lot of money and they decide to continue spitting out more and more movies it all comes down to dollar signs but that is a possible way for them to go but a big thing depends on whether or not uh what's the success of the first Rick Grimes movies. All right, number one, worst. The Walker population eventually dies out. And to me, that's actually plausible. I believe it was Kirkman that said that the lifespan of a Walker, once he turns into a Walker, is 16 years. I mean, you know, to put any kind of realism into something that is just so not realistic, even these walking bodies, these decaying flesh eaters, at some point, they have to expire as well. So let's see what it says. The survivors have been fighting the walker population for well over 10 years now, and the undead zombies have shown no signs of of slowing down since the first bite was shown on the screen. Do you guys remember who the first bite that we saw on the screen was? Let's see if you guys remember. Uh, Nevertheless, there are theories that the walkers will simply die out and the survivors will go about repopulating and rebuilding the world. However, one has to think that if the walkers have survived this long, what are the odds they're simply going to just die out? Those odds are not good. And you also have to factor in that the survivors, they're not going to live forever. So unless someone is there guarding somebody else, where the moment they die, they can immediately destroy the brain, the walkers are just going to keep on coming until there's nobody left in the world. Uh AJ writes uh the saying hello to everybody. Thank you for being here. Khaleesi writes it was Ed who was first bitten. Uh now Ed and Amy all they both died in that camp raid in season one. Uh I don't know, did they show Ed getting bit or was it Amy? Amy for sure got bit. She got bit by Greg Nicotero, who was playing the walker. Uh, So that is definitely shown on the screen. I don't remember if the first one who got attacked, which was Ed, if they actually showed the zombies actually biting him or not. Uh, I know they flooded into the tent that he was in, but I can't remember if they actually show... ...them taking a chunk. Uh, Saz writes, they did show Ed. Okay. Okay. Ed first, then Amy right after. And Saz, of course, is The Walking Dead human Wikipedia. So whatever she says on The Walking Dead, you can bank on it. So there you go. Ed was the first one bit. Then in the very next scene, Amy was next coming out of the RV bathroom... Uh, She got bit on the neck by the walker who was played by Greg Nicotero Anyway in the time that we have left guys uh, Today we're going to be discussing some of the most popular horror franchises That have been around and I put together some clips There is a list out there of people That have made their top 10 all the way to their top 30 best horror franchises out there so I put together a a clip of some of my favorite so we're going to watch this together and just let me know what you guys think if you agree if you don't agree and there are way too many to actually list them and it's even harder for me to rank them in any kind of order so let's go ahead and check it out and let me know what you guys think now this first one that is going to pop up here in a second is from the original Halloween and it's actually one of my favorite kills from the first Halloween movie. Okay. Come on out. And the way the reason why I love this uh kill is because after he kills good old uh, Bob, I believe his name was Bob, Is that Michael Myers, uh, after he impales him against this door right here, just stares at him. He's like, damn, look what I just did. Tilts his head to the side. And he's impressed with his work. And there go the lights out for good old, I think his name is Bob. It's either Bob or Bill. And he is done. Impaled. Sleepaway camp. The cult classic. Some of the top kills in sleep This movie has become a cult classic. Yeah, that's right. Keep looking at it. How many of you guys out there are seeing Superwake? Oh, oh, go well, you locked in the bathroom, to and a hornet's nest being locked in. What a horrible way to go. What is that? to see what it looks like afterwards. you guys never watched this, go ahead and watch it. Sleep away from <laughs> well, You gotta watch this, Lindsay. Lindsay Sparks is not watched up. It has one of those twist oh. endings that will really have you say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, We will not spoil the ending. Candyman. Tony Todd. Candyman. Virginia Matson. You have to say Candyman into the mirror to make him appear. So she summoned him because she was institutionalized. And of course he shows up to take care of business. You're mine now. Tonight our congregation shall witness a new miracle. (sighs) That actor, Tony Todd, was in the remake of Night of the Living Dead. That was directed by Tom Savini. Of course, Hellraiser. We already talked about Pinhead. This is the introduction of the Cenobites from the Hellraiser movies. I believe this is how we first meet them. Oh, come on. This was written. This is from a book by the brilliant Clive Barker. Here we go. You're the Cenobites. I <laughs> can't <He asked> for They <laughs> are freaky. There's Pinhead. This, uh, these movies from Clive Barker, oh, no tears, it's a waste of good suffering. the best way I can describe it is, like, erotic horror. No time for argument. I've, uh, met Clive Barker. I've heard him speak. Many, many and he seems like a normal individual, but once you get to hear him speak, and, uh, you see his... You'll hear his brilliance and all the sick me twisted me stuff that this subman thinks up in his head. And that's what so made he Hellraiser such God a God. huge success. Now prefer you. I want to hear him confess. No, well, here we go. Saw. One of the best <laughs> contraptions. The reverse bear trap. I could taste was blood mm. and metal. Mm. 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 Check this out. Yeah, of him to show a demonstration. A little incentive to try to get out of it. Yeah, you see, I don't see Megan planning a change. All uh, well, you guys out there that said Negan could beat Jigsaw, really? I mean, I do see him doing whatever it takes to get it. but I'm sort of reversing my decision. I think in the end. he's alive, and I think the key's inside his body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here we go. (laughs) Carry always. Now, how many of you guys would do the same thing, huh? How many of you guys would do that? I know it's kind of hard to put ourselves in that, you know, situation. One of my favorite uh, scenes, I love The Conjuring. I love this movie. And the possession scene and the exorcism at the end of it, I scared the crap out of me. By the way, The Conjuring 3 is coming out June 4th of 2021. Omni oh, Phantasma, okay. oh, 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 Omnis Legio, et Nomine Domine Nostru Jesu. Put her down! Put her down! Careful Put what you ask. All... Put or... Scream, the first one, opening scene. He's big and he plays football, and he'll kick the shit out of you! Drew Barrymore. I'm so scared. I'm shaking in my boots. So you better just leave. His name wouldn't be... Steve, would it? How do you know his name? How many Scream fans do we have out there? Oh god! I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yes. Please don't hurt him. That all depends on you. I want to play a game. Then he dies right now! No! No. Still, Thompson loves Scream. Which is it? Okay. Turn off the light. You'll see what kind of game. Just do it. All right, we also have to mention Freddy Krueger. This is from the original. This is pretty graphic. Freddy Krueger was a sadistic bastard taking revenge on the children whose parents burned him alive because he was a pedophile so if you guys didn't know the backstory to Freddy Krueger, there it is and he kills their children through their dreams and there you guys have it you know some of my uh what i would put on my list of favorite horror franchises obviously there's a lot more and more and more are coming out each and every day the list is not that different from any other list that you'll find on the internet they go further back into the classics of dracula the wolfman the good old black and white movies so Anyway, I hope you guys got to enjoy uh, some of those freaky scenes. Our moderator on Instagram, Marie, who does not like scary stuff. uh, You know, she flipped on over to YouTube, but once it got too intense, I saw her write, I'm going back to Instagram where I can't see those video clips. So anyway, guys, for our folks on Instagram, who uh, Instagram does not allow you to see the whole screen, You can watch all those videos if you watch this live stream either on youtube facebook twitch or twitter with that guys we are out of time for tonight please visit us on the web at deadtalklive.com also visit us on youtube instagram facebook twitch or twitter uh if you're on youtube right now hit the thumbs up button on this broadcast It would be greatly appreciated if you have yet to subscribe to our YouTube channel to please go ahead and do so. I'll be back on the air tomorrow, Wednesday, which will be our last episode of the year. We are taking New New Year's Eve off as well as New Year's Day, and we will be back with you on Monday. I think it's Monday, January 4th. And then the holidays will be officially over and we can resume our normal daily schedule here on Dead Talk Live. Anyway, you guys are awesome as always. Stay safe and until tomorrow night, guys, stay walking. Good night.